Hello, and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I am Stacy Fleece. You are Samantha Tradelia. Yes, and we are back for another thirty-minute of inspiration. It's so good. It's so good, and it's not raining. It's not raining for the first time, and I don't. I can't even remember <laughs> when it wasn't I raining. I got to put on. I got to put on sunglasses today when I was driving. It was actually, it was actually really exciting. Uh, the most exciting part, actually, is that I still knew where they were. Uh, <laughs> that is that, that is the key. But <clears throat> speaking of being inspired, uh, we have an amazing guest with us today who is inspiring. She's educating. She's empowering. She's giving back. Um, she makes us look like we are. We're really- lazy. We're, we're yes. just not doing it. We're, we're not doing lazy. It. We're lazy. So we have with us today, Amy Nicole Cohen, coming to us from Canada, uh, the great white north, as we used to refer to it when I was growing up in Seattle. Uh, Amy, how are you? I am wonderful. Amy, Amy or Amy Nicole? No, Amy. I lo- Yes, 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 Amy. All right, uh, perfect. Thank you for the introduction. That was lovely. And I am great. I am uh, excited to be here and chat with both of you. So thanks for having me. I, I love your story because you, um, you know, you 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 found your way through makeup artistry and developed your own business out of that and then went, oh, wait, I could teach this to others and they too could build a business and they too could be self-empowered. And you, it's, I, I, I feel the energy of you wanting to pass the strength and empowerment on to others, um, and in in finding your way, being able to share. So let's but let's back up a little bit. Let's let's talk about how you founded Chic Studios and and you really did have to transition this through COVID, as everybody did. But you have a brilliant message around that too. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you how you got to where you are with Chic. Yeah, absolutely. So a little backstory and you kind of, you you touched on, you know, where I'm from. So I am from the great white North. Um, I actually left um, Canada and went to America for 13 years. And so I, and then you just, you just had enough. You were like, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. I didn't think Which I was going back to Canada. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I a, if that was your issue, it's totally acceptable. I loved living in L. I lived in Los Angeles. So when I first moved, I moved to Los Angeles and then I moved to New York. My then my now husband, but my then boyfriend lived there. And I was it was easy for me to move. I was freelancing. Not so easy for him. So that's where I I ventured to is New York. We did four years together there. And then uh, went to back to LA, different area, and kind of built our family. And at that point, I had already had um, Chic Studios. But it's important, you know, if people are listening and, you know, really, whether they read my bio or my story or, or listen in on this, I, I always want to emphasize the fact that, you know, coming from a small town, it could be for others, a big city, it could be anywhere in the world. You know, a huge part of what took me to America was my passion and my really um, just keenness to learn and educate myself. So I had been going, I'd lived, um, I went to college in Canada and um, was going back and forth just to take some courses and classes in advanced makeup artistry. I thought, okay, well, I went to school for business and I want to bridge those gaps, you know, put that business together and do a beauty business because that's what I love. So I found my passion and, you know, all of that. So when I moved to America, um, 
I was already a freelance makeup artist and living in LA, the hustle is hard and real. Um, yes, it is. But the opportunities were there. Exactly. And that's what took me there. It was opportunity and the willingness to do it because everything around me said, how can you, I'm not American, you know, for me personally, I ended up getting an O1 visa, which is an artist visa. Other people have other ways that they get it. Um, that was my, um, uh, specific journey. It's actually brilliant. And, Super yeah. Smart. And you better show a lot, but mm -hmm. my consistency to makeup artistry when I lived in Canada is what got me to America. And, but I had to want it. I had to go looking for it and search for it and, you know, be ready for anything that came my way. So I said a yes, a lot and, um, was in America for 13 years. So fast forward, um, you asked me about chic studios, my school, uh, I started that when I moved to New York, because again, if anybody's listening, that's a creative, a freelancer, a hobbyist, uh, you know, any starting a business, it's not easy, right? So I uh, did not want to continue freelancing if I didn't have to. I just thought, okay, I've been doing makeup full time paid at this point. Now this was my career for seven years. I've educated myself. I made money. I'd go to LA and take a three day, you know, weekend class on uh, smoky eyes, or I'd go to New York when I didn't live there and take a one week bridal course and little, uh, little continuing education as we exactly. like to call it. That's what we like to call it. And it's important. Um, but let, in let any just respect. say too, like how many people don't continue to learn in their specific craft. So, you know, in our industries, we're in finance businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to, to keep our licenses up. And a lot of yeah. industries that have licensing do, but a lot of times you're not really doing it to learn. You're doing it just to check a box. Yeah. And so it really is cool to hear you tell like, hey, no, I was doing these extra things to get better, to learn, which I'm sure rolls us into the next thing as the school part of, of what you brought to the world. Yeah, that's exactly it. I felt like everything that I was investing into myself uh, through privilege that I was aware I had, um, I didn't, I had to pay for my own college. Like I went and got a loan. My parents did not pay for me. I have not come from money um, at all, but privilege of being a white woman, right? Um, so I filled out my application for college, went and got a loan. I ended up super small snippet, but this is like the determination and kind of ambition I have is in Canada, you try out for scholarships. You're not recruited like in America. So it is a little bit different. So I tried out for the soccer scholarship I played in high school and I made the team. So my tuition nice. was coming. nice. Yeah. That's right. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I had a little, you know, pat on the back moment, but kept it moving. And, um, but I mentioned that not because of, you know, the fact that, you know, I'm proud of that, but really because anybody listening, there may be things out there that you haven't really thought, oh, let me turn over that rock. So uh, I really encourage people to just look all around right? There's opportunities all around and move in the direction of what connects with you. Um, had I not, you know, I wasn't looking for a scholarship. I didn't even think that was on the table for me. Played high school soccer, but I loved it a lot. I loved running and I was like, I'm going to give it my all. I have nothing to lose. But you so also anyway. saw the opportunity too. Like, Hey, this is a way that I can get what I need, which is funds yeah. to get through school. So yeah. you move to New York and you decide, hey, I'm going to open up a school. I'm going to do this. Let's talk about that because, you know, from 
making someone look amazing or, mm-hmm. you know, creating the creativity vibe of whatever's needed to now producing curriculum and educating. Those are very different. I mean, the content, yes, but the delivery is a total different animal. So how totally did that all come together? Yeah, you nailed it. Totally different. Um, so yes, to your point, it's the same in the sense of what a makeup artist would do. And so I had been doing makeup professionally for seven years when I now moved to New York and thought, it really kind of, it came from my husband. He said to me, uh, cause I was like, okay, I'm just going to go out and look for a job, Mac cosmetics, salon, something, do makeup, makeup. And he just, I had this idea I had gotten when I lived in LA, some of my friends were like in the, like actresses and, and, um, just in the entertainment, um, you know, movies, but they didn't have big, um, budgets. And so they'd get like a budget, $500, whatever, where you can go buy makeup, but they'd have to learn to do it. And so I would teach them like, or I'd be like, come over, bring all your makeup or we'll go shopping together, that kind of thing. So I really, and I would like write out a whole mini curriculum just for my love showing this. them a few looks. I, right? I actually didn't know that was a thing for low budget movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 well, we'll give you a stipend of $500 to go yeah. buy makeup and yeah. um, show up ready to go. Yeah, like, that would be... That was the exact amount for my friend who was in a very big show called Entourage. She was not a lead. And uh, so that's what she got. So the leads get the makeup artist and she gets a $500 budget. Do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Good luck. Yeah. When they called her back to do some more stuff with them, um, they paid her more. But this was, she was so excited and so thrilled. This show had already been so on. But anyways, to my point. Yeah. So I just really leaned into helping others that I thought I love teaching. My dad always said he thinks I'm going to be a teacher. And I was like, no, no, no. Cause I thought of it as in the school, the classroom and fast forward, I became a teacher, you know, in a different way, in my own way, but uh, taking all my knowledge, I had a lot of experience, like working on set doing different editorial campaigns, commercials, um, of course, bridal and uh, celebrity clients. At because that there's so much too, just to like unpack that a bit, the different yeah. variations of, you know, style makeup artists is, you know, wedding is one type of gig. TV is a total different animal. Movies and, you know, music videos and just the industry itself is, you know, there's there's probably a little bit of a, a game that you got to kind of know how to maneuver around, I would assume. I mean, it's not just, you know, oh, you know, come on in. I mean, you got to really work hard to get into that space. Um, and so to be able to, to help others fast forward, I mean, that's mm-hmm. in itself so amazing. Yeah. And I think that piece I mentioned, and then I will absolutely answer your question for everybody to hear how exactly did this start is it's important to mention that all of that experience is what gave a, me the confidence, b the credibility and that resume, that portfolio to be able to showcase that, you know, I can teach. Yeah. I'm legit. I'm legit. Yeah. I've earned my stripes time. Yeah. So then, so to answer that, that question, I ended up starting the, my school currently chic studios. Um, it started in 2009 and I laugh a little for anybody who didn't hear my chuckle, um, because it started in our apartment in Brooklyn, New York. And anybody could Google this, they'll find it. Cause I've talked about this in blogs and different things. Uh, but The reason I mentioned that as well is because back to that point that I said that my husband, boyfriend at the time had said to me is try it. The worst thing to do is try. If there's 
people at the door, if people want it, right, then keep going. If nobody shows up or people don't enroll, like in my vision, I was like, okay, I'll have a classroom, a school. You know, I wasn't thinking, you know, multiple rooms and, you know, hundreds of students to start. I was like, five, <laughs> I'll just take two students, five students, whatever. Um, and so people came. So that really then solidified. They, they came to your living room. Let's be clear. It wasn't my living room, but yes, to my apartment. So just to give a backstory. So for any, there's two things I'm going to say about this, because it is really, it makes me laugh to this day. Two things. Back in 2009, I don't know that I, I, I haven't tested this today, if this would still be the same. But when you live in New York City, people have businesses in their home definitely a hundred percent. You could be like a fashion designer. You could, there's people that do lashes, all different things in their home, right? Legit businesses. This starting the school in my, um, in our apartment. So <laughs> I'll give you now the other side of what the, it looked like and what walk you through really quickly. Um, so it paints that picture is you'd come up a three floor walk up in Brooklyn on the water, water view on water. Oh, look at you fancy. Yes. Well, yes. I, this is how I paid for the other room. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that room, the, the first room was right as you walked up, uh, right there. So it really felt most people didn't even know it was my apartment, had no idea. I put a, uh, like a room divider. And so nice. you couldn't see the living room. The kitchen was all high ceilings open, wasn't massive. So it didn't feel like it was somebody's home. So uh, that's just, but anyway, now fast forward, it wasn't more than a few months in there. And like my husband said, wait till there's a line out the door, wait till people come um, to really, you know, find other space and this and that. I moved out quite quickly. So um, my very first class was just before summer of 2009, um, right after the economic yeah. crash. Um, education was really powerful and important for people and they were investing in that because everything around them was falling apart. Um, but I moved into, uh, where I am now very, but, uh, I took the lease in December of 2009 and started in 2010 in my brick and mortar in Manhattan, um, full school that I've had ever since. So in those early days, we didn't really have the beauty of social media to market. Yeah. So where did you find those students? How did they, how did those students find you? How did you, how did you build that following? Yeah, that's a great question. So, and, and those days come really flashing back quite prominently when, you know, I, I think about it. So back in the day, uh, the internet was still something, but not social media. Uh, so Craigslist was a thing and we'll all probably have a laugh about that or anybody listening will be like, oh yeah, Craigslist. Oh it's, still thing. it's still a thing. <laughs> but I will say this, if you do the research 2009, it was not yet a creepy thing. So now yes, I think correct. we have it and it's become kind of gross and whatever. You know, we use Facebook marketing or marketplace for yep. things, right? Um, and, other, and other ways to sell um, and buy things. But it was a full on, um, not just a marketplace. It was an event posting place. You would, you know, get your dog groom from somebody on there. You would sell a car. You would, right, find your apartment. So yeah. it was a lot different back then. So under the event column section, I would post the, the classes. Uh, and I think they had one other call, uh, category. I want to say it was like community, something like that. Um, so that was number one and actual business card in hand. I probably handed out more business cards in my first year of business than I have in my entire career. 
Um, not only because of the hustle, but things changed after that, where it was like, okay, you might still handle your business card, but now it's, what's your Instagram? What's your Facebook? Right. So yeah. it was guerrilla marketing. <laughs> it but was I think that's the coolest part of it. Cause we're kind of, you know, I don't want to call us like OGs in business, but like back in the day, like you had to smile and dial. You had to pound the pavement. Totally. You had to walk. I would walk down the street too and hand out my business cards and be like, yeah. Hey, I, do you need some insurance? I mean, that's what you did. And it worked. I mean, I don't know that that, that obviously the times have changed and there's a lot easier ways to get in front of a lot of people, but you know, to have that ability and that motivation, um, that is not something that comes easily and not something that is, I, I, I like to say you're born with it, but it is something that you can learn if, you know, you, you are willing and able to. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it, was, it. It was a lot of fun, but I genuinely believed that if I didn't show up to market my business, who else was going exactly. to Right. So the fundamentals, the core elements of marketing, I've always been very passionate about and, um, they've worked. So, and this is, yeah. I mean, 2009 till, you know, 2023, it's kind of weird to even say that. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a, that's a good, uh, time span there. That's, that's a good awesome. chunk of time. And I have had a few times over the course of the last few years where I've really recognized that because when you're in it, I don't know about you both. I'm sure you felt this when you're in it and you're doing the same consistent thing. I'm not doing the same thing work-wise. I'm my, I'm evolving all the time. And I really genuinely believe in careers that you should be evolving and growing as a human, but evolving your business and ideas. But the, what I fund, like what I do, the, you know, business of beauty, um, I still to this day am just as passionate as I was when I started. And I say to my students, which is um, why anybody, you're successful. Yeah. Well, and I believe it. And I, you know, I'm an open book and I really, really, truly believe that if you find your passion, you just do it, go for it, run with it. And um, I also love your storyline. I did a post last night about, you know, when you look at your LinkedIn and you have, you know, all the different things that you've done, I, we all, we all have it. And you, you don't really think about all the different hats that we wear as women, right? You know, let alone mom and personal and all that other stuff. But when you thread the needle, it's kind of how I put it, between all these different things we're doing and you string it up and it's like, this is an incredible story. And that is, I think, your story and what is so unique and why your business is able to, you know, go through the test of time and a frigging global pandemic. Hello, you're still standing and you're building more out. I mean, it's very, um, at, like, really admirable. So thank you for... Thank you for doing it, you know, and bringing yeah. out this, this gift of beauty to women to help us feel beautiful. Well, yeah. and it's, and it's multiple locations and online now, which I, I would have to believe the online part was part of the COVID adventure. You know, I want to actually give, yes. So yes, uh, online launched in 2020, but there is a really, um, kind of fun story behind it. So I wanted to start the online school five years before 2020. So 2015. And my husband, we, and I, we've never like, we don't, he, we haven't been in business together with Chic Studios, but, he, or at least in the past. And he always was my sounding board. So I would ask him things, you know, we do more together now just because of how much it's grown. But it was like, you know, me in the school and one more and this and that. But anytime I made a decision, I was asking him. And I said to him, like, I really think I should like start online. Like I would see, you know, just it happening and not so much around me, but like 
I'm on the pulse of like what's happening in the world in like my space, right? And he said, you know, focus on your brick and mortar, like focus on your business. And so, yeah, like that made sense. Absolutely, absolutely. And had I done it then, I would have, it pro- It probably wouldn't have succeeded. I feel mm-hmm. maybe it would have, maybe not. I don't think people were ready for it in 2015. That, mm-hmm. I don't think they were ready. And my team, so I'm going to tell you a really quick story about my team because I have to credit them because of what happened during COVID. But the point of being before the time, before people are ready, I may not have had the team that was willing to like be online and I might have been pushing more, whatever the case may be. The idea of it and really it never left me. I was like, I'm starting an online school. So now fast forward to 2020, it was not new. I absolutely was researching platforms and knew that what content we had already within the school and the curriculums, like we could, you know, plug into online. So now 2020 happens, COVID happens, we're all at home, like literally like in lockdown and Zoom. I already had a business account. I used it for like people wanting to schedule tours that couldn't come to the school. We use Zoom, I wouldn't say all the time, but regularly. And it's yeah, working exactly. and it's and it's working and it's successful. And it's um, you know, you've got a great online presence too, just with what I can see. I want it because we're we're I don't want to take up any yeah, more. I want to be able to talk about your retreats because this part of you I am so excited about. Um, you've got one coming up. Let's talk about what it is you're doing, where, where, how, who, what, when, where, how can we learn more about this? Absolutely. So this is the part, like, again, I just smile from ear to ear because when I love something or believe in it, or, you know, I'm, I just go for it. And of course you'll talk about it around with your friends or people or see what's in your environment. And it felt very like, I must do this. And so the chic retreat was really born out of the idea to bring women together, to empower one another, to just be grounded and have compassion and show empathy and truly be there for each other, not just for the retreat, but then after and look forward to seeing each other again for the next retreat. So with that, um, the planning started. So I found a venue. The idea really started when I lived in Los Angeles. So, um, I, there was this new place opening up and I first saw it. I drove by it as it was being built. And I was like, that's where it's got to be. Fast forward, I moved to Canada. So the idea didn't go away, but (laughs) the location, it never got signed to be there. It was just an idea. And so I found the most beautiful, stunning, breathtaking place in the Okanagan called Sparkling Hill. It's up on the granite. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And it is there. So I booked the dates, made sure, you know, it was accommodating to not being on a school holiday or, uh, you know, anything like that and, uh, hit the ground running with marketing. And it's a true, true, um, just like an honor to have it there, but also something that I really believe we as humans need more of, which is that connection piece, that community piece, but also the fact of genuinely, learning more about each other so we can help one another. And we're ready for it. You know, yeah. I think we're so, I mean, we've all been in this weird, like, you know, who are we? What are we? It's right. the last, is, is it two years? Is it three years? I don't really forget. Like, yeah. I can't. They all run years. together. It feels like forever. But I think we as women, we are ready to connect. We hosted this weekend, this last weekend, a vision boarding activity. We had 20 women 
that all got together and manifested their next, you know, 12 months. And it was like this energy that women can create and create space for that energy to, to happen. Yeah. That is very cool. And that is, I think, one of the coolest things about you. Now, these women, they're from all walks of the world, correct? They are. Yeah. So the Chic Retreat is, it just happens to be at that location. Those are the dates, uh, March 10th, 11th, and 12th of 2023. Uh, and it is all walks of women. So we've got some coming from, there's there's no, you can be from anywhere, but just as of now, like LA, San Diego, New York, New Jersey, um, Calgary, Vancouver, Okanagan and you know so but all are welcome uh this particular one is female um but I have not uh, I'll kind of keep a little bit of a secret but there will be um an event in October that is male and female that is more focused on leadership and I always um, feel though when the men come in because we've done these ladies events like in a big scale it's yes. just it's different like, energy it's a different energy and it it really, I don't know what it is. It's not bad energy. It's just no. different. You, you, it, it's just the vibe when it's women is just different than when you get the, the mix. I mean, amazing things come out of both. Yes. And that with that mindset, the male female one um, in October is going to be uh, more focused on business and leadership, but one day, one night. So very conference style, whereas this one is retreat, you know, let your hair hang down, you know, glam if you want. There's a gala, um, the day conference, speakers, keynotes, gifting. There's no kind of swag bag at the beginning. It's like you're gifted throughout the entire weekend. It is just a weekend of bliss. So, so here's I'm a question, which I always love because you, like us, are a woman who wears many hats. Yeah. So how do you balance your day? How do you balance? Did you did I hear before that you have a family too? Two, two like, boys, right? Oh yeah, just yes. throw them into the mix. Yeah, no big yeah deal. throw them in the mix. I have an eight-year-old, a 12-year-old. They're both in school. They're very busy with school. I've got the same age. So right? I, I so, welcome, yes. Here's the, here is the short of it because um, we could talk all day about the long, but the short of it is uh, something that, essentially changed my, I would say my life in a way is I time block. So mm -hmm. about four years ago, give or take, like I was at some days a chicken with my head cut off <laughs> that term, right? I was here, there, I'd wake up in the morning and just like, I'm in, you know, m the mode of like, make the kids food and, and it's, it's whack-a-mole. It's whatever's yeah, in front exactly. of you. Yeah, that's exactly. That's I have I many whack-a-mole days, by the way. <laughs> Exactly. And so I was like on a mission to change this. And it really simplified my entire world to the core as mm -hmm. I started time blocking. People call it different things. The whole point behind time blocking is I have a Google, I personally use a Google calendar. You can use whatever you want. I color code everything based on what I do. So is it home stuff? Is it, uh, which is gray for me? Is it chic studio stuff, which is my school? Is it chic online stuff, which is online? Is it freelance stuff, which is my creative stuff? Um, stuff like this, this was in as a freelance. Um, is it uh, an event, that sort of thing? Is it um, the chic retreat? Or is it friend stuff? And I put them all in and I make them all happen. That's how. So I like it. I'm I like it. Organization. It is so key and something so many of us, uh, I think people get nervous about, I, I'm a clipboard. I have clipboards for everything. That's how I, I manage my life. Um, and sometimes I just throw them all over the floor and say, fuck it. Like, I can't do it all today. <laughs> like, it's just, we're going to get what we can get. Um, but I think the, you know, getting to be the woman that you are is, it has been a journey and it's been a very cool journey. And I think Stacey, I mean, we've interviewed so many great women and women 
have this ability when they see a hole in a market, you know, where there isn't something, they make it. And I think that's the best part of women. Would you agree, Stacey? Well, yes. And Amy, you specifically, like the the passion that you have for what you do. And, and I, you know, people probably look at you and say, oh, you've got, you've got the golden touch. You've got Chic Studios. You've got Chic Online. You've got Chic Retreats. It's not a golden touch. It is purely passion from your heart. And when you, when you know it's that important to you and you're getting feedback from friends that that's something that is needed, you, you channel that passion and you make it happen. So, um, kudos to you and such great respect. Uh, you do have so many amazing things going. I almost hate to ask this, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna, what's yeah. next on the horizon for you? Ooh, next on the horizon. That's a, such a big question. Um, I, well, there's two things. One is definitely focusing on the piece of the, like the retreat, making it amazing. This is year one. This is the first one. Um, I just want it to, it's always been, it's a, the ability to bring in, um, diversity and be inclusive and grow and build from that. So that is a huge priority, uh, for me is to grow the, the retreat and the summit. Um, but I think, uh, well, something I'm working on, which is obviously not out there, but it's not a secret, um, is I'm working on a platform, an app. Um, and I call it a platform because it's more than an app. So it's Android, it's iOS. You can do it. You can have it on your laptop, whereas an app is on your iPhone, right? So it is a platform and it is all beauty. So it is the ability to connect, to upload, to um, live stream, to be able to um, purchase. There's a lot. Um, And so when it goes in, we're ready for beta testing. Uh, We're just raising... um, our first kind of round of investment. And um, once the beta testing goes, it'll go live. And I am beyond over the moon about it. It's been four years in the making, um, four and a half actually at this point. Um, So if anybody out there thinks hard work um, or that things happen and don't take time, it is hard work all day long. Yeah, it's the the overnight success that takes five years. years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's a consistent work in progress. And I think that your story, what you're doing, what you've built, what you continue to build and what you aspire to get to are so many different motivating uh, cylinders. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. Like, I can talk to you forever. Um, (laughs) I find you absolutely (laughs) absolutely fascinating. From one blonde to another, girl. Thank you so much. Um, Amy, you are just a joy. We will go ahead and post your websites where people can find you in our show notes. Everybody out there, take this week, take this story and be inspired.